Okay, guys, welcome back to the Lucy Cult podcast. It has been a hot minute since I have recorded an episode, and I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> Life has taken over. I have launched um, my next eight week shred, so I've been really focused on my clients. I have a big house extension uh, underway, and when I say big, we're adding 66% to my house. <laughs> um, so it, it is big. Um, but that is no excuse. Uh, and today's episode is all going to be focused around um, my journey. Uh, where did I start from? So the reason for this podcast is quite simply, I posted recently on my social media a transformation image uh, of when I was, gosh, must have been when I was traveling. So I was about 18. <laughs> I'm now 31, so 13 years ago. Um, and then a picture of when I was competing, that was around 2013, and a comparison picture of me now. Um, so if you haven't seen the photo, the best place to go to is my Instagram, um, at Lucy Colt. Uh, and check it out because this will just really help give <laughs> some context to my journey. Um, and when I posted the photo, I've had loads of messages um, all around um, having loads of questions for me. Um, so I just thought it'd be really easy to come on here and, and talk it through with you guys because it's much better than replying um, and messaging. And really the ultimate question is um, that I've had from people listening is that how did I transform myself and tell you more about my journey? Where did I start? So let's go back to the beginning. I've always been um, sporty because I grew up playing squash. That was a big part of my life. Um, if I'm being really honest, I've always um, had to struggle to keep my weight down. I've always had to really work on it. I wasn't a naturally skinny child. <laughs> um, as a kid, we ate out quite a lot. I, I, my mum was a single mum. So I didn't really know, like, obviously as a child, much about your nutrition. I didn't really worry about it. But I've never been just naturally skinny. Uh, and the reason why that is so important is, you know, people look at me now and think, oh, it must be so easy for you. And, and it's not. <laughs> If I went off the rails and started eating this, that and everything and, you know, loads of junk food, I will put on weight. Okay, so let's just set that bar that I really also, even though I'm a coach, even though I've been doing this for a long, long time, I still have to work at it. Okay, so back in um, this particular photo when I was 18, I mean, my weight fluctuated a lot. I was skinnier at stages and bigger at other stages. Um, and ultimately, I didn't have the best knowledge of nutrition. I remember after I got back from traveling, obviously, I had a good time. I was eating whatever, drinking whatever. To be honest, back then, I wasn't actually that conscious of it, of myself. Um, I remember kind of it never being like a main worry, particularly whilst I was traveling. But then it got back and I remember being at uni and trying different diets, being more aware, going to the gym even though I did loads of cardio playing squash, um, I didn't really know like how to really, you know, get the ultimate physique and transform in that way. I wasn't going to the gym at that point lifting weights. So I started to go to the gym. But let's be honest, <laughs> like lots of people starting their journey, I was a huge, huge cardio bunny. 
might chuck in some abs for good measure, but I spent a lot of time on the cardio machines. And I remember doing Weight Watchers and stuff like that, and I'd lose a few pounds here and put on a few pounds there. And it just never really got me to the desired look that I was really, really wanting. Um, I then got into um, the stage of competing. And how I got into that was um, my boyfriend at the time was looking at competing and doing shows and he was a trainer. So he introduced me kind of to this new world that I loved anyway. I loved the fitness side with all the squash I was playing. And I was playing to a really high level. Um, and then we were going to the gym and, and I thought, I looked at the girls that were doing the competitions and I thought, yep, I want to look like that. <laughs> um, easier said than done, may I add. But when I actually kind of got to that stage and, and really decided that's what I want to do, anyone that knows me knows that, you know, I am very, very goal driven. I'm a very determined and motivated person anyway in, in kind of lots of aspects of my life, um, not just health and fitness. So once I'd set my mind to something, that's it. I was going to do it. And, um, and I did do it. <laughs> I did my first show in November 2013. Um, I was also graduating at the time. I was extremely deep into prep. I think I was like five days out when I graduated. I remember it being my birthday and, you know, absolutely no birthday cake, no going off plan, anything like that. It was, it was extreme. And I just want to really get that across because you know, in 2013, it was kind of like, there was lots of bikini competitors, but, you know, now there are just hundreds and thousands of people trying um, to do these shows and get into a physique like that without truly understanding um, what it takes and how it takes over your life. And I want to kind of really leave a separate podcast for this because I think there's so much detail that we can go into from my experience. But you know, just to set the scene for you guys, I was doing two hours of cardio a day. I actually had a really set structured meal plan back then. Um, it was kind of quite old school, you know, loads of chicken and rice, loads of broccoli, you know, broccoli, loads of vegetables, minimal carbs, um, kind of, you know, no set treats, no flexibility for my first show. I did have quite an old school coach. Um, and it was, it was extreme, you know, I was working whilst doing two hours of cardio, plus a weight session on top of that, by the way. Um, and I just remember a lot of the time feeling extremely tired, drained, probably not much fun to be around, to be honest. Um, you know, in reflection, <laughs> it's easy at the time to say that, you know, I was perfect and it was absolutely fine, but it does, it takes over your life and your social life and you really have to be dedicated to it because if someone says, you know, do you want to go for dinner? Do you want to go for some drinks? Like, no. <laughs> um, I think the extent of my eating out on prep was um, going to Nando's and having like a plain butterfly chicken breast and a side salad. And, you know, it was, uh, it was really not exciting. Let's not lie. I really wanted a chicken wrap with cheese in it <laughs> and the chili jam and a big portion of peri peri chips. <laughs> But, but I didn't, you know, and um, even to this day, I'm, I'm really, if I, again, if I'm kind of set, um, I posted a story yesterday about going to McDonald's and my boyfriend got, you know, got McDonald's and I was totally fine. I wasn't even tempted. I didn't get anything apart from a Diet Coke uh, because I had my lunch waiting for me at home and that's going to get me to my goals. The McDonald's wasn't. So 
for a lot of the time during that first show, I was, to be honest, I was fine. Um, it then, you know, did take its toll. And my mum will tell you, because I lived with her at the time, <laughs> there was mood swings galore. <laughs> but doing that, you know, I met some really great people. I met some really, really good friends. And to be honest, I learned so much about transforming a physique. Um, what I wasn't prepared for at that time was coming out of the prep um, and then basically rebounding because I was so depleted. Um, I wasn't set up for success afterwards. My coach didn't kind of give me a heads up like, hey, Lucy, this is going to be tough after as well. Uh, be careful <laughs> because I just ate loads, ate everything inside. I remember the next day after that particular show, my mum made me scones and I went to Costa and I had a hot chocolate and a brownie and you might think that's fine, but it did, it did carry on. And I was just so deprived through that first prep that all I wanted to do was just kind of rebel <laughs> after the show. Um, and I'll make sure I post some more pictures to my Instagram just so you guys can see what I did look like. Um, from that first show, obviously I wasn't as confident. My posing could have been more confident and my presence on stage. But again, it's all a learning and you know, I wasn't there to win. I know that sounds really stupid. Why do something if you don't want to win? Obviously it's nice. <laughs> but for me it was, you know, it was just a whole learning curve to get myself into that shape. And I was really, really proud of what I achieved. Um it did become a bit clear though that the judges had favourites and th that's the kind of the bad side of bodybuilding and I'll come on to that again in, in the separate podcast episode um because I remember there was a girl there who was a little bit kind of the z-list z z-list celebrity and uh and she won and in my opinion she didn't have the best physique um neither did I by the way like I don't think I necessarily should have won either um but someone else should have but because she was well known and it would have given loads of credibility to their show that's what happened and I just remember kind of coming away being like really like all this and that's what happened um but anyway it didn't affect me too much <laughs> clearly um that was in November I remember I had uh, Christmas off I actually went skiing which was really cool um and then I decided to do two more shows and this time I um I actually was single um and then I got a new coach uh, and a bit more of a flexible dieting method. So like the IIFYM, if it fits your macros. And whilst my calories weren't like super high, I definitely had a lot more flexibility in there. I definitely enjoyed the prep more. I knew what to expect. I knew what was coming. Um, I would do my first hour of cardio in the morning with my mom on a power walk with my new dog <laughs> at the time. Um, so it's just a really nice way for me and my mum to bond as well. And um, again, just the friendships I made through it really grew. And I just remember thinking like, yes, it's hard work, but I was having a really good time. And uh, I just, that was such a fond moment um, of my life. Whilst pushing my bodies to the extreme, and I also kind of just want to pick up, I actually did, did two shows um, a week out from each other. The first one was a, sh a show called TFE. I don't even know if that's still going. And then a week later, I competed at Body Power. And again, I just, sometimes I feel like it's fixed or I was kind of a little bit too muscular. I mean, some federations, literally you could go to the gym as a newbie, train for eight weeks in place because <laughs> they don't like too much muscle mass on you and things like that. Um, but to be honest, that bodybuilding, um, bikini bodybuilding at Body Power, that show 
really I felt like I brought my best physique um, and I got loads of compliments when I came off stage which was really nice because you put in so much hard work <laughs> um, and that was just a, a really fun weekend being at Body Power with all the girls and just having loads of fun whilst um, whilst achieving my goals so I have to say that was really cool but what's really sad and it wasn't just me that suffered with this I know so many people that do and um and still do to this day is is body image because I was the leanest I'd ever been like in in the kind of bikini bodybuilding sense I was like the best shape I'd ever looked um but you still don't think that's good enough and I remember like even one day out of the show the night before saying to my friend like I just don't know if I'm ready and and like that is unreal I think that is the downside um, what it can do with your mindset and your mind. So um, there's loads of positives. There's loads of negatives, in my opinion, uh, which, again, going to save this for you guys. I'm not going to give you everything in one episode. <laughs> um, but that was kind of that stage of my life. And at the time, again, I remember like going on nights out because remember, I was like 23 years old um, going on nights out with the girls and I would drive and it wouldn't be a problem. And it was just, again, it was just kind of dedication to what I was doing and trying to achieve. And I remember at the time, I mean, I was probably the most advanced fitness in the kind of fitness knowledge and gym in terms of my friends. And I remember two of my other friends heard what I was doing and decided they wanted to do it too. And they got a plan from a coach. And literally within a few weeks, both had dropped out <laughs> because it really does take determination. And, and, Whilst body transformations, if it's not for a, a show or if it's more of a lifestyle um, physique, whilst they're grueling, you if you kind of slip up, that's okay. Um, because you're changing your lifestyle, not kind of for a set date. And I remember just, of course, I slipped up. I think any any competitor has slept, slipped up before because well, I was so depleted at stages. I remember one night particularly... I must have been so deprived, depleted and just tired and fed up. I remember driving to Tesco and I, I don't know why I remember this, but I picked up some goodies and I remember I picked up like two cream cake chocolate bun things and like I don't even really like them. <laughs> but again, it's just when you're deprived of so much stuff, it's so weird what your body craves. Um, and I had eaten both of them before I even left the car park. Like, again, it's, it's like it's not really also like a healthy place to be either in my mind, you know knowing what I know now is competing healthy well that's a kind of whole different subject but um at the time like that level of extreme isn't healthy because it's not sustainable long term so that was kind of that that part of my life so it went from like not knowing anything really to knowing everything and being through gone through like the most intense physique transformation not once but twice <laughs> for two separate preps two separate shows um and, and there we go, like, that's what I did. Um, and then since then, I kind of reversed it really nice out of that show. I remember I really did kind of keep tracking macros and stuck to a nice reverse diet. And I felt like I was in a really good place. Um, and yeah, like felt felt really good after the, my final show, we, we'd we um, go out, we'd have fun, but I was, I was just in a much better place for it. I didn't binge eat all the time. And you know, you live and you learn, right? You, you definitely live and you learn. And um, I was just in a really good place after that. And then it kind of just came to lifestyle, really. So that was 2014. Went to Ibiza with the girls. <laughs> um, felt really good. You know, and looking back at the photos, you know, I looked good considering what I'd been through and where I then was a few weeks later. But 
again, it was like, it's just crazy, again, what it can do to mindset. Because I remember being in Ibiza and just being a bit annoyed and frustrated that I couldn't exercise. And I thought I needed to exercise because that's what I'd been doing for this show. And I remember going for a walk with one, one of my friends on the beach just to kind of get out and be active. And yeah, it's crazy. It's really, really crazy. Um, and then since then, you know, I've kind of just been doing my thing. Like I've always tracked macros. That's just what I do. I love the flexibility. Um, I think I'm ready to kind of eat intuitively now, but before it would just scare me a little bit because <laughs> eating intuitively for me means I will definitely be over guesstimating on portion sizes and things like that. But again, to do that, I just feel like you do have to be in a good place not to overeat and to be able to say no. And to say no once is probably so hard, not for me now, but it probably was at the beginning and it probably is for you guys. Um, if you are on a kind of diet transformation, like my eight week shredders, if they're being invited out to a McDonald's, no, <laughs> do not go shredders. <laughs> um, but once you say no once, it becomes easier and easier. You know, if you work in an office and your office workers have the biscuits out there, once you've said no once, it becomes easier. You take your snacks with you and you be prepared. So there's so much more that I have learned around balance. Am I as lean? No. But do I want to be that lean? No, not really. Did it make me happier? Absolutely not. Um, you know, and I think that's a really key lesson for women is happiness comes from within, right? You know, so I'm I'm probably, what was I there in the middle? Probably about a stone heavier, um, just under but I'm confident, I am, you know, I have curves, yes, I'm toned, but I train hard, I have a good balance of, you know, eating healthily, but enjoying my lifestyle, and I think, to me, that's kind of all you can want, but I also kind of want to remind you, because, you know, remember I said I had lots of questions about this, and a few of them are from my clients, you know, I'm not perfect, you look at my pictures on social media and these are a one second snapshot of my day. And I have tried to recently kind of post the, you know, Instagram versus reality pictures because I do think it's important and I personally love looking at them. You know, I still have cellulite like every single woman. I still have stretch marks. My bum jiggles when I walk. <laughs> you know, you see a picture, but if you could see me in real life, I'm still also a normal human being. Um, I just know how to train and make bodies work most efficiently. And for me, I think the biggest learning recently is um, reverse dieting my clients and actually myself. Um, this time last year, I was eating about 1500 calories on an eight week shred I did. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I made great progress in the lockdowns. It gave me something to focus on. And now I'm maintaining that same weight I, I got to uh, at the shred but I'm on like 18, 1900 calories a day. So you can eat more and still achieve great results. And food doesn't have to be scary. Food is fuel. Um, and you know, all my shredders and clients come to me thinking that they have to eat nothing and they get their diet plans and they're like, really, Lucy, like, can I eat all this? <laughs> and I'm like, hell yeah, you can, because food is life. <laughs> um, but you know, food is fuel. And if you want to perform well, and you want to lift heavy, and you want to have all the energy to train or do the sport that you enjoy, or go for a run and just be the best person you can be, be the best mum you can be to your children and have enough energy to run after them. It comes down to eating well, of course, you know, we need to get our vitamins and minerals in from the food we're having. But it also comes down to eating enough. Um, and that for me is absolutely key. And 
I've reverse dieted loads of my clients now um, who are super nice and lean and they're in a really great physique place, but we've got them leaving my programs on really high calories. So it's more sustainable for them to kind of move forward, enjoy their food, enjoy eating, um, but sustain and maintain their results. So um, what are my goals kind of moving forward? Well, um, just as a challenge, like I'm getting married next year and I just kind of want to see what I can do, just dropping a few more pounds, probably about five pounds, nothing drastic. I'm not the type of person anymore that will let the scale necessarily affect me. I used to be, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> if I got on this, the sad step, as people call it, and the number wasn't what I wanted, um, I used to let it affect my day. But I don't now, you know, it is a number and and the scales can be affected for so many things, whether it's how hydrated you are, how well you slept, your stress levels, you know, what you ate the day before, have you been to the toilet, are you during your period, there's so many things and that's what we've really got to get across and that's why it's so important to take measurements as well and pictures just to keep tracking um, progress there. But yeah, my goals, I would say, just drop a few more pounds. The gyms have opened today. Woohoo! <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm super motivated to train at home. With the house extension starting, I have been training outside in the cold, even when it's been a bit snowy here uh, to the north of London. Um, I will still go out and train, but I am glad <laughs> that the gyms have opened just to mix it up, to be in the warm, to have a variety of different exercises we can do and machines and equipment. Um, and also for that social aspect as well, that's really important. So they're my goals moving forward. Um, now the gyms have opened, I want to keep getting PBs on my bench press, I want to get really good at pull-ups again, I want to keep smashing my push-ups out. So my goals are kind of less physique orientated and more, you know, performance and strength orientated, while still having higher calories, um, and still having a balance, because we are here once guys, and it, it makes me sad, right, when I have clients come to me who are kind of 40, 50 years old, and these women have never been happy with their physiques, and I'm thinking, oh my god, right, you've lived 40s, 50 years just hating your body, and this is the one thing that I want to leave you with, right, one thought for this day, um, love yourself, and if you don't now, then learn to do it, and I don't care if you have to repeat some sentences over and over to yourself and affirmations every day. Um, you've got to practice self-love because we are here once. And if you don't love yourself, then no one else can. So I just think that's really, really important. No matter what stage you are at that journey, if you are uh, at the beginning, if you haven't started yet, if you're going through that journey, then love yourself. And the, uh, the kind of example that I can give you here is, I used to hate my legs. I remember having to Google like how to get skinny legs and it really used to like upset me and, and looking back now, it breaks my heart to think that I really let it upset me that much. But, you know, now big legs are in, which is great. <laughs> you know, and next week the fad will change. It's it's crazy. Um, but we shouldn't let the media define what we should look like um, and what we are, we are happy with ultimately. So, um, I just think now, you know, I love my legs. I'm never going to change them. I'm five foot three. I'm never going to be a seven foot supermodel. I always have a chunkier legs. That's absolutely fine because that is me. And I just think we have to remember that we're never going to look like someone else. We can only ever look like a better version of ourselves. Um, so please, one thing, ladies, take from this podcast, learn to love yourself at 
at any stage you are at. And if I can transform my body, so can you. You just have to want it enough. Your goals have to outweigh the excuses. Um, and if they do that, then your motivation and determination will push you through. But do it in a healthy way, okay? There's no need to deprive yourselves. There's, there's no way um, that you need to cut calories extreme and not enjoy life. So please remember that food is fuel. Um, but I really hope that's been helpful. Don't forget to head to my Instagram at Lucy Colt where you can see these transformation images that I'm talking about. Um, I will go into detail more on preps um, in, a, in a future episode. Um, so have a great day, guys, and I'll catch up with you soon.